The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual guests. sensitive snowflake that may get easily offended and turn this off immediately. If you want to hear the real truth about the gun culture, then stick around. This is the Armed Citizen Podcast. What is going on, my ghost squad? Welcome to the Armed Citizen Podcast Live. This is episode number 183. We are live, as always, on YouTube and over on Facebook. So if you're out there in the chat, make sure you say something because we don't know you're out there unless you do. If you want to call, yes, you can call into the show. Call or text into the show. Utilize a Ghost Tactical Hotline. This number is scrolling down below. That is presented by our good friends Rod and Shelly Gates at theguncleaners.com. If you're a veteran... um, and you're in that hole, you're in that dark place, and you can't seem to find the light, and you need someone to talk to, first of all, give me a call, text, email, whatever, 24-7. I can't give you medical advice, but I sure as hell can probably be a pretty decent ear and maybe can talk you through some stuff and all of that. If you're looking for professional help or someone that can guide you towards medical professional help, first of all, know two things. One, you're not alone. And two, the world is a much better place with you in it. Please, please get some help. Contact the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255. Once again, 1-800-273-8255, the Veteran Crisis Hotline. We are spotlighting, of course, the United States Marine Corps. If you want to find more information out about what it takes to earn the title United States Marine, check out the website, www.marines.com and as always we are a proud member of the self-defense radio network if you guys are looking for a bunch of different podcasts that are pro gun pro freedom the the kind of stuff that you want to listen to go check out all the great podcasts over there on selfdefenseradio.net damn that's a mouthful i'm telling you um i've got it down pretty good now but it's still a mouthful so uh, once again, welcome to the dark side, guys. We are glad that you joined us once again this week. Um, we're going to have a fun one tonight. We're going to be talking about gun reviews and and not only what we do for gun reviews, but as viewers of, that, of those reviews, we want to hear from you guys and tell us what you want to see in, when we do gun reviews. So uh, let's say hello to our illustrious panel for tonight. Uh, all the way from Chi Town, the new kid on the block. He has been around the YouTube uh, hemisphere for I don't know about about two months now, and has kind of really done a great job. I saw a couple of his videos, kind of been talking with him and all that. Great dude. We got uh, from Illinois, from Illinois, sorry, but uh, it is from Illinois. Um, a regular gun guy. What's up, Mo? What's going on, man? Thanks for having me, bro. Oh, man, glad to have you on, and you're doing some great work. Uh, just really happy of, of what you've been able to do in the last couple of months. He's uh, he, he he does some really good stuff. You've been doing some live streams lately and all that, so really, really happy for you, bro. I'm, I'm glad that you're uh, – hopefully you're enjoying it. Yeah, definitely, man. Starting to get the hang of it, man, watching guys like you, man. Oh, no, don't watch guys like <laughs> me. You'll learn how not to do it, not to do it. <laughs> uh, from 
I don't know. Is it a great state? We'll let them talk about it. But the state of Ohio, uh, the founder of Budget Guns and Gear Review and the host of a great podcast, one of my favorite podcasts, every Friday night, The Right of the People, Mike with Budget Guns and Gear. What's going on, Michael? Just hanging out with you guys tonight, man. Glad to be here. Thanks for the invite. Always, man. I'm glad to, I'm glad every time you get to uh, bless us with your presence. I'm glad that you're here. I don't and know from, if I that far. Well, you know, checks in the mail, right? <laughs> That's <You> right. <laughs> uh, and from the great state of Texas, back from his odyssey to Talladega Nights with Shake and Bake. Um, ain't first your last, baby. Ain't first your last. What's up, Clove? How you doing, man? Hey. Hey. Um, so before we get going, do you want to give yeah. some people a little heads up of what happened in the last... 24 to 48 hours because you've yeah, been going. I mean, I want to start out because I know there's I know there's definitely some people. Uh G Webs for one, I want to say thanks. Um I was coming in, uh it made a decision. I talked about it before that, you know, in order to try to save money on, you know, uh, you know, hotel and all that, I could I could drive straight back after the event yesterday, do it in about twelve hours. And um course you know had to come almost all the way across alabama all the way across mississippi all the way across louisiana and then uh a few hours into texas of course and i made it about as far almost to uh the mississippi louisiana line and uh i seen g webs sent me a text and he said how's it going and i had to pull over and uh, pit stop and refuel and in uh so to speak anyway and uh, I emailed him back and I said, man, you feel like going live? <laughs> and uh, so he started, uh, you know, one of those save Clover things and and went live. And so I, I want to thank him for, you know, for staying up. Uh, we went live, I don't know, four, nearly four, four between four and five hours uh, all the way through, finished out Mississippi, all the way through Louisiana. And as far as we could go in Texas, because I live out in the sticks. So uh, without losing uh losing signal so thanks to him for doing that uh and big thanks i'm sure there's folks out there in the chat uh, i wasn't able to see the live chat last night so for those that hung out there was good lord at one time 17 18 people or something at like three in the morning uh that's amazing so you know thanks people to those to that go to yeah, sleep. <laughs> you know but i mean thanks there was a pretty good conversation about a lot of different things not just the event right we did recap the event some but we talked about a lot of other stuff and so uh, yeah, thanks for all those that that uh, joined in the conversation and everything last night and, and got me through uh, all of Louisiana for sure. Appreciate appreciate that. Uh, yeah, as far as the event, um, heck, man, I got in about six this morning, crashed for a few hours, got up and immediately banged out the uh, first release. I mean, you go to an event like that, it's kind of important you get stuff out quick, right? And so got the Dark Storm Industries DS25, which is a um, – uh, you know, super lightweight, basically 308. It's kind of uh, the love child of an AR-15 and an AR-10. Um, got to, yeah, got to handle that. Did it say when the video is six and a half pounds or something like mm -hmm. that? Yeah, That's yeah. Without the without the optics, without the optics, right? Uh, and what's interesting about it, the uh, the recoil and everything. I shot the uh, that DS-25 and then also shot the DS-15. Uh, and you know, check out that video. Uh, for more, but uh, yeah, the recall on the 308 on the DS25 was 
comparable. I mean, it was not. It was negligible. The difference between that and the uh, and the five five six, which is is insane. So, uh, by all accounts, seems to be a pretty good uh, pretty good rifle. So, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. first first thing dropped, first video dropped on that, and um, yeah, gonna try to get those out pretty quick. I got several more in the works. Visited with uh, there wasn't, but about. 30, 35 different companies there, but visited with several companies. Uh, got a lot of footage and, and other things. So be looking for that. All right. Lyle says, not for me. Night. Don't hit the door, hit you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what's, what's not for him? He didn't specify. I guess he doesn't want to hear us talk about guns. I don't know. I don't know. Who doesn't? So must be a FUD. Damn FUDs. Nah, he probably does like makeup videos or something, and he thought you were going to talk about how you do. <laughs> well, or maybe you know, he does. Maybe he does airsoft uh, reviews, and he got upset because we were talking about scary black rifles or something. Ooh, yeah. You know, I, I do want to say that I, I do admire you uh, making the the basically a twenty four hour drive and do the show. You are definitely the hardest working man in your house for definite sure. I guarantee you, man. Guarantee. Uh, a couple of things I want to talk about real quick before we get going. Uh, some of you guys might have seen the post yesterday. We did get the official Armed Citizen podcast um, patches. Nice. In. They are on the store, on the swag store, on the website. So go check that out if you'd like. And a lot of people have been asking today about the free to three and what the hell it means. For a lot of you, you're probably not going to give two shits about it. All right. Um, Free the three is about the Marsoc three, which are the the Marine Special Forces guys. There are three of them that are, in my opinion, very very falsely accused of uh, manslaughter. They were in a fight over in Iraq, and a beret decided that he was going to on, on New Year's Eve last year, no, oh, it's a couple years ago, and a beret was drunk and decided was going to talk a little smack. Ends up sucker punching basically one of the three Marines that were there. They're all Marsoc Marine Raiders. If you know what Marine Raiders are, then you know that they don't take that very lightly. Um, anyways, the sucker punch is one of them. Another guy steps in, hits him once. He goes out and is out cold. Um, not a good thing. Um, ironically, all the Brace friends ran. What's up with that, Army? What's up with that, Army? Uh, they, they, they got out of there. Anyway, so the three, actually it was two Marines and a sailor, but they're all part of Marsoc. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, we have sailors that are corpsmen that are attached to most of our units that handle our medics for us. And anyway, so two Marines, one sailor, um, they tend to this guy and, and the corpsman actually for four hours, tend to this beret until he's, they can go to the hospital and all of that. He ends up dying because he threw up and choked on his own vomit, but they charged the three Marines with manslaughter. Don't understand it. There is a 100% video of the entire thing that command refused to see before charging them. Anyways, the trial comes up in April, assuming that it happens. It's been delayed several times and all of that. But um, Free the Three is, this is a t-shirt from um, Green Wolf Tactical, a bunch of Marines that started up doing hats, patches, t-shirts, and all of that. And they're doing this to raise money for the defense of, of the three the, of the Marsoc three. All you got to do is Google Marsoc three if you'd like and all that. But uh, people have been asking about it. So there it is. Uh, if you want to support, uh, go buy a T-shirt, you know, go buy a T-shirt free the three and use a hashtag. 
Um, so we've got some text messages coming in already. So let's um, let's see here. Um, check out my new Glock 29 KKM barrel chambered in 10 millimeter with a KKM compensator. Um, okay. Once again, if guys, I, I love the fact that you guys text in. Um, I hope. I hope you guys start letting me know who you are. I think this is Jason uh, that said that, but uh, how am I going to check out a picture? I can't check it out, but uh, we'll talk about it here. And someone sent in, they just finished up the Ladies 365 XL. Oh, this is from Snowy North Gunslinger. Uh, pretty awesome picture. Um, kind of did the frame in a uh, kind of a grayish blue. Looks really, really good. I can't put it up on the screen. It's, you guys sent a text on my phone, so it is what it is. Anyways, um, you know, they say a picture's worth a thousand words. You still got like 978 or so to go. Just saying. Something like that. Yeah, something like that. Um, let's see. Do I miss anything? I thought I saw. Um, so, mandatory this is a sailor or a corpsman. Same thing. Corpsmen are sailors, they're part of the Navy um they're just they're they're the few sea seamen sailors whatever you want to call them that you don't want to mess with around marines as we take the corpsmen very very seriously they train with us they carry they do everything that we do plus they're there to save our lives so corpsmen are very have a very special place in most marine corps uh guys hearts and souls for sure uh steven elder says i don't know if you guys heard about it but was brand new to japan on my ship when they killed a gay kid in the bathroom and he was one of the sailors on the ship um okay i i don't know i i I'm, i don't know there's a lot of stuff that happens out there bro there's a lot of stuff and you know, i'm not saying it's all good it's all bad but i mean it's just that's that's the way it is unfortunately well you know you get people together right that's right, and especially in a confined space in a ship. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to yeah. happen. Um, I was in in the nineties when it was the "Don't Ask, Don't Tell," and you know it is what it is. Um, so yeah. Hmm. All right, so let's get digging in. What we're going to talk about tonight is gun reviews, and we're going to kind of talk about as creators, kind of what we do and what's our process when. Um, we're going to be doing a gun review, but we also want to flip it and say, you know, as content, you know, viewers and people that consume the content or people that are looking for, uh, gun reviews, what are you looking for in those reviews? And we put a poll out and the, um, and Jesse, I think since the uh, letters has tarred out is still like, well, that might be, that might be Troy himself. I don't know. She, I don't think it is because she usually doesn't allow him to have access to the outside world. But uh, apparently, Tardot is. I need, I need picture proof that Tardot still alive. I think he's down there in the, in the uh, basement and rubbing lotion on and all of that. So it was Jesse, and she did send a picture. Um, so I'm gonna bring this up and see if you guys. Tardot is still alive. Now, I don't know how old this picture is. There's no telling. Troy, if she's if, she, if it doesn't have today's paper, it ain't from today. I, I want I need to see him holding up something that has today's date on it. And 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 Troy, if you're out there when you're taking that picture, 
pull your ear if if you need help, and we'll, we'll make sure we come up there and help you. You're only a few hours away from me now, so uh, put the lotion in the basket. That's correct, says the guy from West Virginia. Um, so, anyways, we put a poll out into the into our uh, YouTube community, and we've got over 600 views, uh, 600 votes from a day ago. And I said, when watching gun reviews, what are the most important things you want reviewed? And leading the way at 55% is reliability. In second place is value versus price is at 36%. And then you have overall finish and feel at 5%, trigger at 3%, and capacity at 1%. So I'm going to start, I'm going to start with a regular gun guy real quick and say, you know, when, when you're talking about and you're getting ready to do a video on a gun review, what is the process or what are the things that you kind of make sure usually that you want to get into your videos, what information or whatever? Well, be honest with you, man, I'm probably different from everybody here because, you know, I'm new to this and I wanted to approach it from the novice perspective, like the the regular guy that's, that's not Absolutely. an expert. So I don't even call them reviews. I just give my thoughts on it. So I don't go in with a game plan. I take that firearm. I turn the camera on and I just start talking as if I was having a regular conversation with somebody. I love it. I love it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't pre-plan it at all. So when you basically what you're saying is, is when you're going to do a, a review or you're going to do a video on one of your guns, you just literally turn the camera on and talk about, your thoughts on it, how you like it or dislike it. What I mean, do you do you discuss what you talk about? And what I mean, do you discuss like I don't like this trigger or I don't like the slide or or what? I mean, is there stuff like that? Do you do look at? Well, I think I I think I approach it even different from that. Like I think because most people, especially new newbies or people that aren't deep in the guns, they just want to buy the firearm and know that it works, or if it doesn't work, did it jam on you? Did it not? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not really into the trigger weights and, you know, all mm-hmm. the uh, technical stuff. Just no, a regular I think, guy. I think that's yeah. fair because I think there are a lot of people that do appreciate that, especially the newer gun owners. Um, I mean, you've been around guns for a while. You're not a new yeah. gun owner. Um, but the people that are new to guns, they may not even know what the hell you're talking about with trigger pull weight or the reset or, you know, what they may not even know what the hell you're talking about. They want to know, does it go bang when I pull that trigger? (laughs) And and that's, that's, that's a valid, valid thing. Absolutely. Uh, Mike, when, you know, when you, when you get it, when you go to the gun shop and you pick up a gun and when do you start the mind process of planning your video? As soon as I pick it up. Yeah. So, you know, I, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to soak up my first impressions of it. What, uh, you know, what it feels like, what fit and finish looks like, you know, how, you know, if they let me dry fire it, what's the trigger pull like, you know, what, what's the sight picture like, does it point naturally for me, all all that stuff. Um, then if I decide I'm going to take that one home, I will carry it for a while. If it's a handgun, and uh, shoot it for a while, carry it for a while, just to get kind of a, a, a little bit of experience with it. And, uh, you know, then I'll, I'll go on camera and kind of do what uh, what uh, regular gun guy does, uh, just kind of stream of consciousness give, this is my thoughts on it, after playing with it for a bit. 
lately I've been putting some more technical details in there, you know, weight, length, width, height, trigger pull weight, all that stuff. Um, and unfortunately lately I've been shooting it less because the ammo situation kind of dictates that you have to, it's really hard to give a longevity test, you know, do a high round count review cause, uh, you're not getting no ammo. So I, but the, the range portion lately has just been, you know, a few magazines shot through it. And I take video of that. And with my last two reviews in particular, I just kind of spliced that video in as B roll over me sitting right here talking about it. Cause right. homie, ain't got no ammo. Well, and that's going to be something we're going to talk about. That's going to be the, one of the talking points later on the show is, you know, what are some of the things that we've had to change in doing gun reviews now versus a year, year and a half ago? Um, I think Thursday, at least here in Arkansas, March 11th, would Thursday is going to be the one-year anniversary of the shutdown. So uh, go figure. But, uh, yeah, a lot of things have changed. In the yeah, last the year. other day was the one-year anniversary here in Ohio of two weeks to flatten the curve. Oh yeah, how'd that work out? <laughs> uh, okay, so Delray Dan out there, I think he's one of the the R double G's out there, um, the regular gun guy group. I love it. Uh, he says I'm looking to buy a bullpup shotgun. Uh, he showed off. I guess you guys you showed off and talking about his ATI bulldog. I want to know which of the bullpups can eat all the ammo. Um, so I'll say this: I have a Rock Island armory it's right here i had to go around my desk but i got a rock island armory uh bullpup shotgun and i really do like it um the one thing that i'll say at least they sent me 250 rounds to do some testing for them this is a couple years ago um but it was high velocity stuff and it had no problem it was fioki uh actually matter of fact it was some of this right there, the Fioki high velocity two and three quarter uh, 12 gauge. That being said, um, it had no problem shooting that whatsoever. Um, as far as I, I've heard that a lot of the AR quote unquote shotguns have issues shooting ammo that is not high velocity. I can't give any words on that because they I, I shot what they sent me to shoot it with. Um, so I, I don't know, Clover, Mike, uh, gun guy, do you have any experience in, in AR platform shotguns, especially maybe bullpups with non high velocity ammo? Nope. Although I do have my eye on a couple AR pattern shotguns, but, uh, yeah, no, not yet. I mean, I bought that ATI bulldog cause it was, it was priced right. And it just looked cool to me. Like it was crazy when I felt yep. it, you know, I asked a couple people about it. I figured for the price, I would just get it. Now, to be honest, I've only shot, shot slugs through it because that's okay. all they allow at the range. So gotcha. I really don't have a lot of experience shooting, you know, other shells through it yet. Okay, well, let's say this. Between me and you, we've got the high velocity and we've got slugs. Did you have any issues with the slugs? No, only, only one time with three-inch slugs, which I never want to shoot those again anyway because my shoulder ain't been right since. <laughs> right. <laughs> but... You know, outside of that, man, that thing's been, it's, it's pretty cool, man. I love shooting it. I use the three-inch shells as a joke, though. When I take my buddies to the range, I put them in the, in the magazine and don't tell them. 
It's just like, yeah, here, shoot this, man. And then, then they start. You won't feel a thing. Yeah, you won't feel a thing. Clover. It is. Uh, Clover, I know you're not a big fan of bull pups, but, um, you know, do you have experience with bull pups uh, in the no. shotgun variety? Nah, not really. No. Okay. Um, so, I mean, I, I haven't shot any of the, the quote unquote cheap shells through them, but the high velocity, I never had an issue with them. Um, and, and obviously gun guy had um, no problems with, with the slugs. So I, I think that you're going to be looking at anything is it, it might have a break in period as well. I mean, you know, you, you never know, but I, I think that, I think you're going to be safe. The great thing about shotguns typically is if, if they're built anywhere correctly, they're, they're going to just, they're going to put out anything you throw in them. So that's, that's one of the great things about shotguns. Um, so, a lot of complaints. Yeah. The biggest complaint in, um, in the AR platform and in the bullpups, by far is what y'all are talking about yeah. is, you know, people having to run high brass and, and I've got to wonder, I've been around semi-automatic shotguns for all my life. And sure. so when you're, when you're talking about the flood guns anyway, it's, it's typically a gas issue, right? Um, and it's, it's pretty easy to rectify those, those problems. I've had to do that and, uh, you know, be it a seal or, or whatever the case may be. And how so would you, I was going to ask, how it, would you rectify that problem? I, I don't know because I've never, I'm going to have to get, I mean, I'm going to have to get out, get out of my flood mentality, I guess, and get with a company and say, Hey, send me one so I can experience it. And if I can, it's, it's gotta be an easy fix. It's gotta be. It's got to be. It's too easy on any other semi-automatic shotgun. It really is. So it's got Jesse to be. Jesse asks, what is a bullpup shotgun? And I think Ghost is about the show. It's one with the action behind the uh, the trigger the, and the hand grip, just like that. So this is a bullpup where exactly action is. So you've got the magazine is behind the grip, the trigger. It is a end up being a shorter gun because the barrel actually comes all the way back here. So it's it's a normal size barrel, but it looks and it feels short. And for me, the reason why I like it is I've got short arms. So honestly, I probably shouldn't handle it like that, but uh, I can show it. But I'm not going to handle it. But for me, the bullpup, I like bullpups in anything because it does work better for me with being having short arms. Um, it ends up being a shorter quote unquote firearm, even though it's, it's a full length barrel and all that, but yeah, action magazine can be behind the, the trigger and in the grip and all that. So um, I like them. I know Clover has a tendency of really not liking uh, bullpup designs uh, and it's not for everyone, but I, I do. Um, I, I haven't I do. played with a bullpup yet. I want to, but I just have not had an opportunity to do so. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Um, so Clover, I want to come to you and say, you know, yep. when it, when we're talking about gun reviews, mm. I'm going to ask you the same question I asked Mike and all, but when do you start in your mind, the planning session of maybe what to put in your review and how does your process go as far as doing that review? You know, you do a lot of thinking before you even, you even get to the point, right? Because a lot of times you're, you have one firearm and you'll think, you know, if I ever get my hands on X, Y, and Z, it'd be really cool to do whatever you did with that one. Right. A similar thing. Right. Compare it. Mm -hmm. um, 
One thing to point out real quick, Jake, Jacob S. out there, and I think you threw it on the screen. He said, uh, wouldn't the first thing for any firearm review be to say that the opinions that have been put together are the opinions of this person and what they think of it? And I think it's it's I think that's a valid point. I think it's very important, not necessarily in those words, but to make it clear. Uh, we all get the troll comments and everything else where people are butthurt because we've said something however minor it might be as far as negativity or something, or maybe they've had some kind of a problem where we have it and they get all huffy about it. It's like, look, that's your experience and what you did with it. And we talk about, we've talked about it many, many times on this show, uh, let alone independently on our separate channels and everything else about, you know, how firearms are sort of purpose driven kind of depends on what you do. And, and, you know, the one you pick may not be the best job for what you're trying to do. And, and, might be the same for me and vice versa. Um, I think when you when you throw in the thing about the specs, right? So trigger pull and and uh, capacity and things like that. Um, I've got to where I, I like to list that out and go through those on like a first impression, initial impressions video, just because that's important. I think for people, right? Because a lot of times they they may kind of have an idea of what they of what they're looking for, or what they want. And they go to YouTube and search and they haven't really searched a manufacturer's website, right, to know all of those things. And so that kind of saves them maybe a step, you know, of going and having to look at that. They can real quickly go, oh, OK, this this is an option. The capacity is this. The barrel length is that. The weight is this, you know, and they know immediately that this this those parameters fall within an acceptable area for them. Right. So I think that's something really important to, to throw in there and, and hit on. And, and it, it doesn't take long to do. It's real easy because you could pull that off of uh, the uh, manufacturer website. Um, follow ups, I think, is something when reliability, that was number one, right? On your poll. Was it not? Uh, on the poll was reliability was number one. Two was. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So. Reliability. Yeah. So. You know, the reliability thing, here's the thing, and, and we're going to get into ammo and stuff, but reliability is reliability is a tough one because, again, it goes back to purpose, purpose driven. Right. Um, and then also, you know, I, you know, if I get a firearm in and especially if it's the newest thing, people are wanting to see content on that pretty quick. And so I don't have weeks and months to, you know, go through the paces and, and do all of this stuff. So. Um, there's going to be follow-up and I like to do follow-up, right? And yeah. one of the great things you do it, budget does it. I do it is with the articles on gear report. So I know Jeff was out there in the chat. So I want to give gear dash report.com a quick plug and say that anything that I've reviewed, if you want to know a more long-term reliability thing, I always, almost always write the gear report article last. And that's why, because that's kind of like the definitive final answer on my thoughts, right? That contains all kinds of maybe little quirky issues I run into after I did the videos later on down the road. So, you know, if you're out there and you run across my content, probably yours and, and budgets as well, you know, and that's swaying your decision on maybe, hey, man, maybe I should pick this up or that up, right? Because, you know, one of, one of you guys like it. Go check out our gear report articles and make sure that there's nothing happened later on. That might be a deal breaker for you. Absolutely. Um, want to uh, give a shout out real quick to oddball stuff says, uh, it was good listening to you guys while I was driving. Great show, but I got to go have a good night. Have a good night, my man. Um, hope you 
Happy a good night, rest of the night. Uh, Jacob was asking about a poll. Yeah, I put out two or three, I don't know, sometimes four, depends on the week, uh, a week polls on the community tab on my page. So uh, those are kind of fun. They just have a little fun discussion and all of that. But um, yeah, I got a, a text from our buddy Joe over at Shooting Gallery, New England. He says those AR-12 shotguns are not that reliable, but Black Aces makes great buckshot that works great in bullpup slash AR-12 guns. You know, I, I will say this. Um, as far as bullpups go, that's the only one that I have experience with, and I didn't have any issues with them. There was some stuff that when I was doing testing with them, I had to send in and say, maybe you might want to change this and all that. But as far as reliability, I didn't have any issues with them. Um I think that goes for every gun. Um, depends on what kind of, like you said, what kind of ammo you're using, what your purpose is going to be for. As far as cycling and just going bang every time, even even a Glock 19 might have issues. You know, one person's Gen 3 Glock 19 versus another. It could be just a bad gun sometimes. So don't always say that because you may have issues with one. It might be your actual gun and, and contact that manufacturer and see hey you know something's going on with this and I, maybe i'm limp it but it might always be something else you know uh and, and if they're any good at all they'll have you send it in and, and either fix it or replace it or figure out what the hell's going on uh chloe i think you wanted to jump in on the shell thing yeah 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 when we're talking about black aces i don't want to black aces has got great stuff uh, i don't really have a whole lot negative to say about them but i do want to point something out that their black aces is not the only ammunition that does what it does to make it more reliable in those platforms and here's why first of all it's high brass right and everybody on the panel has agreed with the bullpups and with everything in the ar platforms that typically high brass you're not going to have that big a problem the main thing and there is other ammunition that you can find other shells that are high brass that are a tapered roll crimp. Um, if, if it's high brass and a tapered roll crimp, it can be pretty much any brand. So pay attention. Um, if you're in that big box store or whatever, um, and you're looking at some some shotgun ammunition and you're wondering and you know you, you can't order black aces or maybe you don't want to or you don't want to pay that price or whatever the case may be, right? Um, open the box, whatever, take a look and see if that's high brass and a tapered roll crimp and it's probably going to be be fine for you just as good as black aces absolutely um shout out to zeller eight don't we're seeing zeller out there but zeller eight us is high for nevada welcome to the dark side we hope we uh i'm not saying that we're going to educate you anything we, uh, we just hope we don't make you any dumber than you already are because that's kind of our motto is, is we can make someone dumb if you listen and stay long um so yeah welcome to the dark side we appreciate it uh now Stephen has a point here, and no matter what, I could probably find something wrong with any gun that I pick up, and, and that is probably true. There is no such thing as a perfect gun. There really isn't. No matter how much you spend on it, you can find something that you personally don't like, um, and, and that's why I try to, you know, when I do a review video, I'm going to at least point out, and when I'm doing a written review for Gear Report, you know, I'm going to point out, you know, maybe this trigger could use some work or this doesn't feel good or it's the trigger's gritty or the slide is maybe a little heavy or whatever it might be. It, it kind of shoots left and, you know, it's not me. It's, it's the gun that's shooting left, I promise, you know, or whatever. There's going to be something that you can find. Um, and I'm going to say this. I'm going to bring you guys in, too. But I'm just going to say this. If you're out there and you're watching someone do a gun review, 
And every single gun review they do, they say that they love that gun and it's damn near perfect and all of that. Be very weary of that person because sure. if he's yeah, if he's finding nothing wrong with every gun that he's doing uh, and, and touching and shooting, he's either being paid or he has zero conscience and zero integrity whatsoever. He or she so, has zero integrity. So just be careful with that. Can, can I caveat? Because you said, you know, you're saying be Go careful. You're not saying it's definitive. But I want to caveat that definitive. because a lot of folks, especially small channels and, and uh, uh, AWG down there may 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 agree with me on this. Um but a lot of younger channels and whatever, they are reviewing and doing what they bought. Well, obviously, if they bought it, they probably love it, right? So that would be that would be one caveat to pay attention to the size of the channel. If it's a big, huge channel that every other day they're putting out a video on a different gun, and it's pretty obvious that companies are sending those guns, but yet they love every one of them, that's at what point. I would try to start being a little leery and even larger channels. I know I do this and I'll let, you know, y'all three can, can speak for yourself, but I typically try to work with companies that I've either already had experience with their products, right. Or their products are already pretty much known to be awesome and reliable and great stuff anyway. Right. And so that's where those cops just to explain, since we're kind of talking about the creator makeup and things, uh, I think it's important to kind of explain those different dynamics as well. Yeah, well, and, and I'll give you one that uh, I've got a video dropping Saturday on the new Taurus G3 that I've been reviewing and testing out. And this is, I've shot Tauruses, but this is the first Taurus that I've owned. And so I was looking forward to kind of seeing, you know, historically, especially with semi-autos, Tauruses maybe had some sketchy pass with their semi-auto. So I wanted to kind of see where this was going and all of that. So I'm looking, you know, and, and you guys will see that video come out Saturday. Um, but yeah, for the most part, unless it's a gun that I really want to shoot that I've never worked with, most of the time when I'm reaching out to a company, it's it's someone that I a gun that I already own one of their guns, or I've shot it a lot, or or something like that. There's a reason why I work with those companies because they work and they've got a good track history or whatever. Um, obviously, with you know with a clover. You know, uh, all the Marlin stuff. Well, if, if he gets a new Marlin or a Henry, he's been right. shooting those for, for decades. So that's it's not like much. he's a chill for them, you know? Yeah, it's like that's that should be no shocker. If you see Henry or Marlin in the in the title, you, you pretty rest assured I love the thing. Right, right. Um, so the next thing I want to talk about real quick is is going into the actual video process, the video and shooting that review video. Uh, I want to bring Mike in here and let him answer first and say, when you go to the range, knowing that you're going to shoot a video on XYZ firearm, whatever firearm that you have, whether it's the 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 the, uh, the charger back there or whatever, do you go to that range with certain things that you want to pick out like and video and, and talk about, or do you just kind of shoot and then figure out the rest later? I, I just shoot it and stream of consciousness as I go. I mean, it's, I, 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 I never write a script and I very rarely go in with talking points. Uh, you're pretty much when, particularly the way I used to do it now, not so much now. Cause I, the fact that I can't spend as much time on the range due to the ammo shortage means that I really can't do that. So it's kind of forcing me to organize my thoughts. But the way I used to do it, the way I prefer to do it, 
is go to the range, shoot for a little bit, mm -hmm. talk about what impressions come up, you know, and then shoot some more and talk about the next thing that pops in my mind and, and just kind of kind of do it like that. It's it's very stream of consciousness. I very rarely even go into it with talking points. Now, that being said, I do want to try to make sure I hit on like the basics of, you know, this is a single stack, seven round capacity, single action, nine, uh, 10 millimeter pistol or whatever, you know, just off the top of my head. But yeah, it, it's, I very rarely go into it with organized thoughts of it. I, I'm, I'm very stream of consciousness when I do that, except yeah. as I said, nowadays I'm kind of being forced to change. Yeah. RGG, um, bring you in and say, when you're, when you're doing a review and you're, and I know that you just say, you just kind of pick up and talk about it, but before you start that video and you pick up that gun and start talking about it, do you have in your mind on some of the features that you want to touch on, or you just literally ad lib it? I, I almost literally ad lib it. I think my first video, the very first YouTube video I did, I was nervous as heck. And then I put, <laughs> I had put like notes behind the, computer and then mm -hmm. and i'm trying to handle those notes and that was i hated that video i never did it again i'm like if i can't be myself and just talk then i don't want to do this it's not fun so Absolutely. after that man i've been having fun ever since and i i forget shit every time i mean i go back and look at the video like oh i should have said this i should have brought up this point but you know but you know what that does that offers you the ability to come back later and do another follow-up video a month yeah. or two down the road and say, Hey, you know, uh, shot this gun a bit more. We'll give you a little update on this and some things that I didn't mention last video. Here's a little update and all that. So that gives you an opportunity to kind of go back to that firearm a month or two later and, and kind of revisit that as well. For sure. Uh, Clove, um, what about you in the planning process and, and, the great thing about you is you don't have to go to the range. You just walk out your back door and you're in the range. So, um, but do you go through a process of writing down, not a script, by any means, maybe some bullet points or things that you want to try to get into it, or do you shoot and come up with those bullet points afterwards? Um, usually I've got some kind of idea first, whether it's written down or simply in my head, but you know, I want to hit on something that we mm -hmm. talked about from, going to the event yesterday and me covering the stuff yeah. there is there's something to be said about working events and we hadn't had any right with the cough cough and everything going on but mm -hmm. you know we've got shot show we've got nra we've got the the wanamaker tulsa arms shows we've got uscca we've got all these events throughout the year and we've got to think on our feet when we do stuff in the booth right mm -hmm. so we hit the camera where hey we're live here at the bull or we're you know in the booth here at so-and-so and this is what's his name and he's going to show us this and we got to ad lib and we got to we got to be able to think on our feet right we can't structure you can't really structure that right and most of the time it comes off really good really well and yep. so i mean i it, i don't know i'll let people with the content coming out of that make their own decision but i think i did really well especially considering i was out of practice from from shows right but i think right. that translates over into your produced content on the range as well as budget was talking about and being able just to work off the cuff and on the fly. And so where over the last year, I've kind of thought about the content more in my head and actually made notes on note cards or pieces of paper or other things, bullet points and 
other things like that. Um, I think once I get, obviously, with the show content out of the way, I think for the next few videos you're going to see on my channel, I'm literally going to do what you're talking about. I'm going to be, okay, well, I've got to talk about this gun or do something with this particular firearm. I'm going to grab it, grab some ammo, my eyes and ears, the camera, the tripod, walk out to the range, turn the camera on and go. And whatever I say, whatever happens, happens, right? Uh, if it's something screwy, I'll edit it out and post. I'll put some B-roll over it, whatever. Yeah. Uh, for for me, and I can't speak for this, is just for me, how I run about it is, is uh, I have like an internal rule. And I know that it's crazy, but every time I get a new gun, unless something crazy has happened or is happening, like for me, I have to shoot every gun within 24 hours of receiving it that's just the way i am it's just one of those things it, it, it might only be a magazine but i'm going to shoot it within 24 hours most of the time i go straight from the gun shop to the range um so um it just works out that way i don't know how um but no for, for me what i try to do with that i usually try to put a, you know two or three or four videos but the first video is going to be the first shots video and i'll like this past one i, I did a hundred rounds and I just went up there and I just shot. I didn't do any video. I didn't do any talking about it. I just said, here are the shots and we'll do a review about it later and then come back and, and do. Um, I'm not one of those that's going to just do all of it. You know, some people will do like a thousand round review and they'll do all thousand rounds that first day. I don't like doing that. I'll do it. And then a couple of days later, I'll go back and, and do more shots and all that one because it separates my time to the initial reaction of the gun. I know what I initially think and how it feels and all that come back a couple of days later. And if it still feels good to me and it still is working and all that even better. So what I, what I typically will do is I know in my videos, especially like the review you're going to see on Saturday and most of them, you know, I'll say, well, we haven't shot the other hundred. We, I have, what I will do is I'll go to the range and I'll shoot an extra hundred, 200, 300, whatever rounds I'm going to shoot for that video. And then afterwards I'll turn the camera on and talk about what i found and for me what that does is if i go and i have a, and in my mind i have a list of how does it feel how does it cycle um what's a trigger like um all of that good stuff the technical specifications of the fire i want to kind of make sure that i at least talk about or get b-roll and all of that but as far as the reliability and how it runs and all that i i, I wait to talk about that after i go through whatever round count that I'm going to go through. For me, it might be something that happens while I'm shooting that pops up that I never would have even thought about covering or whatever. So the ugly truth about a lot of gun reviews is this. If they're doing it right, they're just shooting, and they'll figure out what the topic's going to be and all of that um, afterwards because i i know that there are people out there i'm not saying you're wrong by doing it but if you go in to a video saying i want to do this and i want to make this point and i want to prove this gun is xyz during the video well they're going in with a narrow eyesight of what they're going to be testing you should be go out there and shooting three four or five thousand whatever round count you're going to prove for your video with an open mind and say, I'm just going to shoot and whatever happens, happens. And we're going to go from there. Um, and I think a lot of people, they, they, there's a, there's a thought to be said about bullet points. And I think we all probably in our mental 
are looking at bullet points we want to at least get b-roll of but if you're talking about the actual review and the words pr presentation coming through that review if they're scripting it or they're doing that ahead of time before they shoot the gun you'll know and be careful about that go ahead uh, i think clover you wanted to say something no, I was going to say, if we're talking in terms of review, I don't disagree with you that much. Now, when we're talking follow-up content, those can be specific. We're specifically checking it for this purpose or doing this, you know, whether it's straight up accuracy or, you know, whatever it might be, right? Yeah. I know that RGG is going to leave here in a few minutes. Um, man, first of all, thanks for coming in, bro. But I want since you've got to leave in a few minutes, uh, I'm going to go ahead and give you a few minutes to plug your channel. Where they, can they find you? What projects you might have going on? Um, anything you want to plug? Go ahead and use this time to do that as well. It's funny, man. I'm so new. I don't have that much to plug, but I'm at uh, a regular gun guy on YouTube. Come check me out. Subscribe to the channel. People tell me I'm funny. You know. I didn't know that until I got on YouTube. He's funny looking. That's what he is. Watch it, sucker. <laughs> and, uh, so, but I appreciate you guys having me, man. You, I'm, I'm learning while I'm sitting on this panel. So, and I appreciate you, Trey, for for all you've done, man. Since I started, I appreciate you. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of yours, bro. So keep up, keep up. Don't change anything. Just keep doing right. you, man. Thanks, man. I gotta check yeah. out, fellas. Y'all have a good night, man. Be all safe, right, bro. bro. Yeah, go check him out. Great guy doing some really cool content. Uh, he is funny as hell. His lives are fun to be on because um, he literally he just turns the camera on and starts talking and whatever happens, happens. And, and I like that. He's, he's very, very real. I do like it. So, um, yeah, go check out a regular gun guy. Uh, I think G just put the link out there. Appreciate you, buddy. Um, so, yeah. And there's a lot of comments out here talking about. Um, you know, and Jeff out at Gearport, first of all, Jeff, you have a, a link. I don't know why you're not in here, but he has a link. And he was talking about. He's probably uh, texting during the Boy Scout meeting, in all honesty. I don't know if they're doing the <laughs> Boy Scout right now with the COVID stuff. So oh, I don't, I, was, I don't know. I was just messing uh, with he says, Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but he says shoot first, but he has a standard list of stuff that covers well. Shoot. And, another, and that's what I was talking about. I think we all have those bullet points of just regular everything that no matter what when you pick up, you're going to check those things. And, you know, and that list is different for everybody. What I'm looking for in a gun is be different than what Mike or Clover is looking for in a gun with with fit and finish and feel and and triggers and all of that stuff. But then he says then he writes an article, um, obviously being the chief gearhead over at gearport he's going to write the article but he says then the article becomes the script for the video and that's interesting because the three of us in this panel write for gear report i do it the opposite i will do my shooting shoot the video and then that turns into the article um what do you guys do clover and mike feel free to just jump in yeah i do I typically do my article last because, as I yeah. said earlier, that's kind of the final, definitive, all-encompassing. If you want, like, A to B with weeks or months of experience on it, the review is where that's at. Okay. He yeah, said he's cooking his wife's birthday dinner. So and it's I, also – that. And 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 y'all's y'all's gear report or gear dash report dot com get that right. Uh, reviews are kind of the same way. Not only is it all encompassing, but typically all of the videos, or at least the the most important videos, are linked in that article as well. So it's yep. kind of a one stop shop, to be honest. Um. Yep, that's why I do the video first. 
so I can get yeah, all that uh, stuff definitely. out of the way, get my impressions down, and then make sure I have the video to link to the art to to link to in the article. Same here. Yep. Uh, Joe says I usually do a function check when I pick up a gun from Quarter Horse Arms and shoot a couple of mags. If it has problems, and it goes back to the box and back to the manufacturer. Yeah, if, if you're getting a gun out of the box and you're having issues with the first two mags. Yeah, you might want to send that back. Um, it is what it is. So um, let's see here. Calaveras out there says, only thing that should be pre-scripted for the first shot video is the technical specs. I don't even do the technical specs in the first shot video. Uh, if you go back from last weekend and see my first shots video, the Taurus, I didn't even talk in it. I just had music going and play and shot the gun i don't even do the technical stuff i wait for the review to do that first shots are simply the first shots and that's it i don't i don't even talk in those things so that's just for me now everyone has their own you know different way of doing things that's for me um so the next thing i want to talk about is okay so jeff real quick so jeff says what value is a first shots video I don't know if there are is value to it. For me, it's I'm going to go to the range, take a box or two of ammo, load up the magazines, and put my camera and, and a couple, three cameras in different angles and just shoot, okay? The value that I'm going to get is, is at that point, this is not an infomercial for anything. It's just let's just see straight out of the box, not cleaning it, not lubing it, nothing. Straight out of the box load up some mags, pull the trigger 50 to 100 times, and just see how this thing performs. Just see simply how it performs. Because here's the thing. In my eyes, and Clover, Mike, you can jump in on this, but in my eyes, most, I'm not going to say most, there are a lot of gun owners that are going to buy a gun, maybe go to the range, put one or two magazines through it. If it seems to work fine, they probably won't ever shoot again. It's going to go into the nightstand or, or wherever they're going to go. But the idea of the first shot video is to say, look, this XYZ gun for me may not be for you, but for me, this XYZ gun, for the first 50 to 100 rounds had zero, zero malfunctions. Now, if it had a bunch of malfunctions, then that first video, that first shot video is going to be drastically different than a gun that doesn't have any malfunctions. But I think there is value and for someone who is going to get a gun to know, at least from my experience, the first 50 to 100 rounds, it ran through three different types of ammo. No problem. I think there is value in that. Mike Clover, what do you guys think? Is there value in a quote unquote first shot video? Well, yeah, there can be from the, the aspect of what you just said, but also, you know, from a purely promotional standpoint, it acts like a commercial for the full review. People see it. It's like, oh, oh, he's got a new gun. What's he got? Okay. Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll have to tune in and watch that next video when it comes up. Yep. Uh, Jacob out there says, when watching reviews, I found that when the person reviews it before taking it to the range, I find what they say is biased. However, after the range time, the review is more believable. Um, yeah, if someone's doing a, a review outside of the technical specifications of the gun, trigger weight pull, 
barrel length, overall length, weight, if they're doing anything about the gun at all outside of the specifications that you can find on the internet before taking to a range, run for the hills. Run for the hills. There is no plausible way outside of technical specifications and how it feels. There is no way to do a review without shooting it. It's like it's like me going out there or someone giving a, a review of a vehicle and saying how great it is without ever driving said vehicle. How are you going to know? So, um, yeah, I, I don't, I, I, I don't really see that um, personally. I, maybe you guys have. Have you seen reviews that they said they haven't shot the gun yet? I haven't. So. Mm, well, maybe I mean, unboxings maybe a, or something. Once again, the, the yeah, field stuff, what comes in the box, not an actual review, though. Yeah, well, it depends a lot on the context you put around it. Some 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 creators are great at context. Some absolutely suck. And honestly, that's a lot of the trouble they run into with YouTube. Um, but so if it's a short, if it's like Budget said, an unboxing, if it's like just a first impressions, okay, cool. But would I call that a review? And would I say today we're going to review so-and-so and never fire around? No. I might say today we're going to get on the bench and we're going to look at the features of this or we're going to talk about the specifications of this or whatever. I would never say review because that kind of implies that you're going to give some kind of a rundown, an opinion, a rating, thumbs up, thumbs down, something, right? I mean, Siskel yeah. Niebert, right? Yep. Movie reviews. Yeah. Now, now, Jeff says he's got a Mossberg 715 tactical uh, video. He didn't shoot it. He said it wasn't worth it wasn't worthy of a trip to the range. So there you go. Uh, Delray Dan's back there. He says, I'm back. Oh, welcome back. Um, we're still here. Um, so what I want to talk about now is from a creator standpoint, um, a year and a half ago versus now, has your idea or your strategy of review videos changed? Uh, Michael, we'll start with you. Has it changed in the last year and a half for whatever reason? Well, I may have mentioned a couple times already mm -hmm. that I'm having a little bit of difficulty finding some ammunition. So that means that the shooting reviews I'm doing are somewhat round count limited. It sucks. But that's the stark reality of it. That's how it's affected me. I can't find the ammo. I, I can't even put 500 rounds through a pistol right now mm -hmm. I, and, and replace it, you know, right. so let alone a thousand rounds or, or any high round count. So, you know, it, it's it's going to be technical specs. It's going to be my overall impressions of it. It's going to be, you know, 50 to 100 rounds through it just a function check and, and check accuracy and whatnot. But, uh, you know, just the stark reality is I can't put the trigger time in with it. Not on the range. I just, it can't yep. be done right now. If exactly. someone wanted to be a sugar daddy and send me a buttload of ammunition, I'd shoot it all up. But mentioned you in the video. I ain't got no sugar daddy. Right. Right. Uh, Clover, what about you? Uh, what, uh, you know, I'm sure ammo is obviously something that's, it's an issue as well, but, um, have you changed up maybe a style or the strategy of doing reviews in the last year, year and a half? Yeah. I mean, I echo that too. Um, but mine is, is from a, a from another standpoint, I think as well. Um, obviously 
you know, ammunition limitations, but also time limitations. Yep. Um, man, time is, is time is one of the most precious things we have. Right. And not only that, but, uh, people's attention spans are seem seemingly getting more and more and more and more limited every day. So the quicker I can go through that, you know, uh, say, Hey, I'm going to, you know, I may only film, 10 rounds in it. I may have shot 300 that day. You know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm only going to film 10 shots and then talk about, you know, what happened and what, you know, what the results were at the end of the day and whether I like it, thumbs up, thumbs down, that kind of thing. And, uh, you know, mention the specifications, the features, the other things that I talked about earlier and get the heck out of there. And if I can do it in, you know, five to 10 minutes, absolute max, that's where I, you know, that's where I want to be. Right. Um, you know, another thing that, uh, who was it out there in the chat? Uh, guy that comments, I think he says, you can't actually, if you can't actually drive, uh, attack, I don't think you can call it attack driver. And I don't agree with that. Um, it, after you've handled so many, so many firearms and you, you know, just experienced with such a variety, you can easily tell if that firearm is beyond your skill level or your capability. Right. In other hmm. words, I might not can drive attacks with this. Me. I might not can drive tax with this, but somebody with a little more skill level can certainly drive tax with this. Right. Um, and there's some stuff out there that, that you can drive tax with <laughs> and be a complete novice. The stuff is that good and that well set up. No doubt. Uh, for me, um, I think, you know, you look back at some of the old reviews from a couple of years ago. I always try to do, uh, like a, a, a 200 to 400 and then a thousand round review, then like a 2000 or 2,500 round review. That ain't happening folks. Um, right now I'm going to do at max 250, you, you know, because for me, I have found, and, and it's not, for the, unless the manufacturer specifically states, Hey, this is going to have a break in period of about three or 400 rounds. I personally have found in semi-automatic pistols that you can get a very good idea after 200 to 250 rounds of a break-in period. And I think that um, that's what Snowy was saying is, what's the average round count you put before you're happy with doing a review? I wouldn't feel happy doing an actual review without maybe a couple hundred rounds in there because that is going to at least give you enough evidence of maybe a break-in period. And with guns that might have a little grit to the trigger, well, after a couple hundred rounds, if it's still the same amount of grit, then it's probably going to be gritty. You know, even if it doesn't go away after 200 rounds or 250 rounds, if it's going to go away, you're going to start seeing that. Okay. The trigger is getting better. It's getting better. So, you know, down there, I can imagine what's going to be 500 rounds and all that. I would say that the minimum for me to feel comfortable doing a review is 200 rounds. Um, even in today's ammo shortage, I'm still going to try to put at least 200 to 250 rounds for me to feel comfortable of giving an actual review. Uh, that's just me. Um, Clover, you said you got a follow-up. Come on in. Yeah, I kind of got off on the tangent, and I, and I missed out something important that I wanted to say there when we were talking about it. Um, number one is I think that the vast majority, and, and this this probably doesn't apply to a single person out there listening to this, especially listening to this live. Probably anybody that uh, you know is in tune with the channel and everything else, loyal enough to, to even to listen to the replay, right? But we all know that that is a small percentage of the overall people that see our videos, blah, 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 blah. Right. So with that being said, the majority of people I think out there are looking for number one, a confirmation bias. They've already made up their mind. They want whatever they're watching the video. So it's really not going to 
matter as long as long as you say one thing good and you show it you know and they see it in action in some way shape form or fashion on the screen they're probably going to go oh yeah i want that right it's it's not it's not really going to change their mind or, or make any a difference um and so when we're talking about shortening the content getting around the ammo thing you know, one of the perspectives you can bring to it is what to expect when you first get this, right? Mm -hmm. So nobody wants to buy a firearm, get it home, and it's like, well, crap, this don't suit the purpose driven, right? Crap, this don't do what I need it to do, right? Right? Or, you know, oh, man, this thing is, you know, it's the slides not locking back, man, this thing ain't feeding right. Right. So those first few rounds let you know whether or not there's going to be a break in period involved, things that you can relay to that person. That way, if they see that video, they go, OK, now I know I want this, but now I know when I go buy this, I kind of know what to expect when I take it out to the range for the first time. Right. I don't yeah. need to be expecting to take it to the range the first time and the action be like glass and it drive taxes, the kind of comments that or whatever. Right. They have a real, more realistic expectation. Uh, and that's the way I think we can shorten things down as well. Yep. Snowy out there says anyone else buy a gun. And right after you leave the store, you start watching videos on it. He said he does it every time. Actually, I'll watch videos before I buy it. Um, that's just me. I, I, I'm one of those who are going to do research, but I'm not doing research for confirmation um, from that video. I'm wanting to find out, is this something that's reliable? And there's only a couple people that I personally trust to go get that information. And one of them is Such. Um, I, I, I like when Such does this. He's very thorough. He's going to give you a 20-minute review. He's not nothing fancy yet, but he's got a 20-minute review, and he's going to go through a lot of uh, the technical side and all of that but me personally i just I, i'm not out there to get confirmation that my decision is right i'm going to say i've got these three guns and i really am leaning towards this one i just want to make sure that there's not a lot of people saying a lot of bad shit about this gun because i don't want to go and waste that money if it's a bad gun so uh i, I do watch videos on guns and i'll try to watch them before i make that purchase just to make sure that it is i guess it is confirmation not confirmation that i made the right decision it's just making sure that Okay, here's my decision. But now, before I go do this, is this a bad gun or not? That's your you know? diligence, man. And, and I was having right. that conversation, I think, with New York Outcast earlier in the chat that we we need to be consumers, and especially this day and age, right? And we I think we've had that conversation on this podcast before too. But you know, we need to be doing our research, whether we're buying a washing machine or a toilet or a new bedspread or whatever it might be. You know. Um, you know, know what you need, know what the function needs to be, know what you're, you know, you need it to serve this purpose or fill this particular void. You need it to perform this particular way. Um, it needs to be in this price range, blah, 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 blah. Do all your homework and, and figure all of that out, right? Narrow your choices down. Um, I'm, I'm kind of completely opposite of you, but that's also where I'm at in life and where I am as a firearm owner and stuff, right? I don't, typically watch videos because I plan on buying something because I'm an opportunistic buyer. So <laughs> I don't, I don't know that I'm going to get it until I see it there and it's a heck of a deal and I buy it and bring it home. And it's like, Oh, okay. Well this thing was cool or, Oh, okay. This thing has all kinds of problems or, you know, Oh, I can only use this for, you know, out on the range or having fun or whatever it might be. But I know that going in, you know what I'm saying? That's part of the equation. Absolutely. So I want to kind of uh, 
flip the script on on us in here and say as as a um, gun review viewer, okay, so Mike gonna bring you in first, say if you are one of those people that might be looking at a gun and you're gonna be watching some videos and reviews from other people, first of all, I want to say one, um, if you want to, who do you trust out there? to watch their videos and say, you know, this guy kind of gives it his thumbs up that I, I trust that decision. But two, what information are you as a content viewer looking for out of a gun review? You mentioned him earlier and I, I, I you know, nothing fancy. I trust him. I trust mm -hmm. his, he, I don't believe he has an agenda. He, he'll buy it. And if he likes it, he likes it. And if he thinks it sucks, he'll say it. It sucks. You know, it, you got to be committed to watch those videos for sure. Uh, maybe you need committed. I don't know, but <laughs> you know, <laughs> you have to have to be committed to the project to watch it, to get through it. But I think he gives a lot of good information, sometimes information overload. But if I'm looking to buy something, I'm trying to figure out. I'm trying Hold to on. figure I guess out. we're going to uh, take a call real quick. Sorry. Go ahead. Awesome. Arm Citizen Podcast. Who's this? Hey, this is Pat Hirsch. How are we doing tonight, Trey? Hey, Pat. How you doing? What up, Pat? Oh, pretty good. Pretty good. Hey, how are we doing? How are y'all doing tonight? Good, good. You good. got a question? Uh, yeah, I was just going to uh, kind of double back on something just, just for a minute. Um, as far as uh, looking at uh, videos on getting guns before and after uh kind of what i did uh looking at uh the m&p 15 ar um what i did is you know did the research just as the base gun itself standalone iron sights and uh you know and saw yours and uh was like okay and didn't see anything bad about it went out and picked one up and then kind of afterwards started looking at videos into upgrades like firing mm -hmm. pins and the extractor and springs and um well like from uh, travis p11 and uh even a squib load um we're getting like an oops kit just to have on hand you know just in case you're tearing something down and you accidentally misplace a little pin or an o-ring or something like that so yeah, that's just kind of my two cents on as far as like on the gun review videos, you know, looking at just a base model, picking it up and then looking at videos afterwards on upgrades. Yeah, and, and that's a great point. I think a lot of people are going to base their initial decision on the base model, obviously. Um, but understand that no matter what gun is, unless it's only been out for a week or two or a month, there's going to be an aftermarket out there for a lot of guns um, that are obviously, especially if it's an AR, you know, you as long as it's Milserp, you're going to be able to exchange pretty much every part in that to upgrade to firing pins or grips or barrels or BCGs or whatever. Um, yeah, you're going to be able to do that. So I, I think that that's that's a that's a valid point that I think a lot of people do utilize. They utilize videos maybe for the base model, and then once they get it, then there are other videos out there for the aftermarket upgrade. So yeah. Um, awesome, awesome. Uh, Clover, Mike, you guys want to touch on that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'll watch a lot of aftermarket stuff to see what 
see what's out there for whatever I have. There you go. Yeah, that's awesome. Thanks for calling in, man. I appreciate you, Pat. Yeah, thanks for having me on tonight. You got it, man. We'll see you soon. All right. Mm, bye, guys. Bye-bye. Mike, do you want to kind of, I think right as you were given a, a, yeah. a little point there, it rang in. So do you want to go ahead and finish off your point? Sure. Um, is I don't know about you guys, but I work my ass off for my money. And uh, I want to make sure I'm spending it wisely and that I'm getting value for it. That's yeah. So that's that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking at all the data I can find, get as many opinions as I can to see if there, if the value is there, if it is worth the cost. Yep, absolutely. Um, TJ out there, first of all, if you notice his name is in green, he's got that little, he is a channel member. So thank you, TJ, for being a channel member. But TJ says, I tend to uh, watch most of the D squad. If you aren't getting paid to do a review, um, us D listers, man, you yep. know, there's no way in hell we're getting paid to do all that stuff. So, yeah, no, uh, I think there's a lot to be said about that. I'm not saying be weary, and Clover kind of alluded to this earlier. I'm not saying be weary of the huge channels because there are some very good ones out there that are very honest and all that. But uh, the smaller channels usually have blood, sweat, money invested in those firearms. So they're typically going to give you maybe a little bit more of an honest opinion. I don't know. I mean, you know, I'm not saying that the big dogs aren't honest by any means. I'm not, not saying that. But typically uh, you can expect a, a very honest review for someone who's probably got money into that thing. Um, Clover, I want to bring you in and say, as a viewer, are there certain uh, things that you're looking for when you are looking at a view video? And also who do you yeah. trust? Um, you know what? I mean, I, you know, if I've got to pick a big one, I, you know, shocker, man, I'm going to, I'm going to, we're going to align on this probably suit. Right. Um, and that's it, honestly, to, to, you know, that's sort of a go-to that if I'm going to do a big one, most commonly what I will do uh, to kind of piggyback on TJ and then also Snowy out there had a comment uh, that aligns with, with my opinion on this. Uh, search is your friend, right? So the number two search engine in the world is YouTube. Use it. Um, and you can also filter your searches. So what I'll do a lot of times is I'll filter my search by like newest, right? Mm -hmm. And I do that for a reason. Okay. What if company ABC comes out with model, their model one, two, three, five years ago. And for two or three years, it's crap. Or for two or three years, it's good. And then the fourth year, they have a bad run or maybe things start to get better. Right. So it's nice to see the most current to me, rather than going back to the oldest video, because models change, features, features change different things change, right? Um, and then for me, another component of that, not only is if you go with the newest, it's sort of a microcosm, honestly, of doing of searching by the newest. But most often when you search by the newest, because the bigger channels tend to get stuff in their hands before it ever even releases to the public, usually if you search by the newest, especially if you're talking something that's several months old or several years old, uh, as far as a model, then you're going to get smaller channels. And so it's also a great way to find new channels, which is awesome. And I guess I'll keep talking because he had to step away or whatever. So how are you doing this evening, budget? <laughs> Besides being muted. 
that's common for me. <laughs> it seems like every damn podcast I'm on where I mute, I you, forget to unmute. You gizzarded yourself, man. I do. I do. It's horrible. It's horrible. I guess it's better if I gizzard myself than if someone gizzards me. Right. So, right. You know, part of the part of the reason, you know, the big channels, and I mean, I've got a decent relationship with quite a few big channels and I've got love hate with some and absolute hate for others. If you know what I'm talking about, you know, the hashtag, yeah, put, they it hate kids. put it out there in the live chat, you know, the hashtag, I'm not even going to mention it, but, um, um, you know, the, the thing is, is that's part of the fun of it for me anyway, is being able to find some of these smaller channels and, and by small, it might not even be, small as in a few hundred subscribers or anything like that it could have they could have tens of thousands or even even be in the hundreds of thousands and i never knew they existed you know what i mean and yeah. it's like wow these people are doing really good content and i never knew they existed so it it gives me an opportunity to comment gives me an opportunity to reach out into uh if they've got their about section in the um on youtube filled out where you can't email them that's very important if you're a creator by the way do that and not to get all talk nerdy and have a Thursday night session here, but since Ghost is AFK, uh, I'm going to hijack it. Whatever, whatever. But we make sure make sure that when you do your contact email in your about section, you do not use the email that's associated with all of your YouTube AdSense account and all that, right? Set up a totally separate Yahoo Gmail, uh, something for that. But yeah, it gives you a chance to, that's one of the other things with going to those smaller channels is it gives you an opportunity to, find smaller channels, which is awesome. And you get to see, you know, we, do we need more people turning on cameras and doing stuff? Absolutely. Uh, my opinion is we'll take all we can get, but truth is I've heard people go, oh, there's only a, there's only, there's only hundreds of gun channels on YouTube. Bull crap. You know, do some uh -huh. searches and start and there's start tackling it up. There is a lot of firearm related content channels on YouTube. A I lot. can tell you if there were only hundreds, our channels would all be bigger. Right. Well, yeah, you would think there's thousands of them. So yeah, so. we got off into the weeds. Ghost to bring us back, though. Well, it's just one of those. I had to stop away and, and take care of something real quick. So thanks for uh, no, we understand. guiding the the ship in the fog real quick. My grape crayon flavored water. So um, yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um. So what I want to talk about the the last subject we're going to talk about tonight is when we are doing reviews this is what i do i and this is me and and, and I, I put some polls out there on specific guns like hey, what are you looking for but when i do a review i'm going to go over the information that i personally would want to know about said firearm uh, if i was watching this video what am i and so obviously everyone's Things that they're interested in knowing about a firearm is different. Like, like Clover and Michael both said, what is the purpose of that gun? What's it going to be used for in your life? So that's going to be important to you. So Clover, I'm going to bring you in and say, yeah. how much of your personal ideas of what you think about, what you want to know about a gun go into play of your videos? I want to know about, oh, tremendously. And I think, I think that's across the board. Um, yeah. You know, um, we I'm have, sorry. What we, was the question? We have I mean, certain. So like how how much how much of when you're doing a review video and you're talking to specifically how it feels a trigger, how much of it of the things that you decide on what to shoot on are ones that that you personally would want to know if you were watching the video. 
Makes sense. Yeah, because I mean, we, you know, again, it gets back to purpose driven. It can be the exact same firearm, but you're going to have a different purpose or use it for a different purpose than I am. So that's going to affect the kind of video I do with it and the perspective I bring to whatever the review is. Um, now, I do like to try to think of things from all angles, right? Because especially if something is disappointing me, right? I've got a product and I don't do it to try to make the product look good. Uh, because I'll say, I don't like this, this, and this, and it doesn't really do the job for me in this particular instance. However, if you do this, this, and this, I can see that this might actually work for you. You know, I don't do that though. It's kind of like Jacob threw out there. This is all personal opinion and perspective. I don't do that. So I can't really speak to that. It seems like it would do good for that purpose and that's about all i could all i could say on it is you might you know you might want to give it a try and see um so yeah i mean it, it it affects everything it affects how we approach the reviews on our content it affects what we review right and the companies we reach out to and the and the best relationships we have with certain companies and stuff because just as people we have those hobbies we have those interests we have those likes those dislikes and as humans we just align with certain other humans better no doubt. Uh, hold on. I'll make sure my dog's not chewing on something that she really doesn't want to be chewing on. Well, I'll just take it and say, budget. What about you? Oh, yeah. And, Every, and, everything yes. that I talk about in a review is something that uh, I want to know about. I guess that's why. Because remember, my preferred style is to just kind of talk about whatever pops into my head in a review. And, uh, and Although learn something together, right? Exactly. That that's that's <laughs> the whole value proposition. That's the whole premise is that right. what you're getting is what I'm learning as I learn it. That's why it's let's learn something together. Exactly right, Clover. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um trying to see go through here. Jacob has a great one out there. I think Which it was word? Jacob. Okay. Where was it? Is it up um, before or recently? Man, I'm looking. I know I know sort of what it says. I know the gist of what it says. What do you do when you can't find any information on the gun on the yeah. internet? What happens okay, if yeah, you can't find it? I yeah. answered that already off the chat. Well, you want to go ahead and, and say it verbally? Because people you really do what we did. Huh? You do what we did before the internet. You read yeah. the gun magazines. Oh. Uh, um, there's also a blue book of gun values that would help too. So or you there used to be, to I don't know, range, is that still published? Or you can get to the range and hopefully be able to shoot the gun yourself before purchasing it. That would help yeah. as well. It. Um, so I'm in this boat a lot. Um, you will find things on my channel, like Budget and Ghost both would agree, that probably are on nobody else's channel or a few, if any. <laughs> I got some, got some oddball stuff. I got some odd ducks. Um, that that's one of the reasons I did the video kind of to speak to budget's point, right? Is that, you know, you got it, nobody else, know, you know, and so why not? Um, yeah. Books are a big deal. I still got bunches of books, right? Um, you know, libraries and libraries are getting few and far between nowadays, sadly. Um, but, and, and again, get to depend on area. If you live in a lot more liberal area, your library may not even have anything on guns and stuff like that. But there is a It may ton. be able to get it through interlibrary loan. Well, that's true. But there is a lot of, uh, but we're talking without the internet completely, right? Yeah. So, um, you know, how do you navigate that if you can't go into the library? But my point, my point being um, that 
there's so many reference materials and stuff out there, not just blue book of gun values, but you've got, um, if you're talking about ammo, you've got the ammo encyclopedia, you've got cartridges of the world. Um, you've got, um, uh, I can't remember the company. There's several companies out there that do all kinds of different manuals and what they call sometimes coffee table books. Uh, so yeah, books and manuals and material, uh, you know, Ghost mentioned the range. Just talking with especially old timers and people that have been around firearms and have a lot of experience with a lot of different things, maybe at your local gun shop, for example, right? Uh, the, the, the local donut store in the morning, if that's where the old timers hang out that, you know, you know that they hunt or they do this or they do that, right? Um, and gun shows, another great resource, man. Um, you know, walk around the gun shows. If, if you're thinking about something and the guy's got it all there on the table for sale, well, you don't got to pay eight prices or whatever for the one he's got, but if he's got one, he may know about it. And odds are he's, he's more than happy to talk with you, you know, about the Have history of it or, though. or other, other things. Well, that's like buyer beware, right? Yeah, I get yeah. it. But, you know, just having a conversation about the model or the history of the model or, you know, something like that. Um, and you know, when I bring up gun shows, I mean, the, the, the Wanamaker Tulsa Arms Show, there are collector society and stuff that's set up there that yep. they know all the history and all the ins and outs of uh, Smith & Wesson has been there. Ruger's been there, right? Ghost, uh, High Standard, and a bunch of these other collector societies. Uh, what is the big auction company? Uh, Rock Island Auctions? Yeah. Uh, are there almost every piece. single time? And those guys are a wealth... Rock Island. Yeah, uh, those guys are a wealth of knowledge on stuff. So just being able to make some of those shows and, and be not necessarily be a social butterfly, but but make those contacts. Right. And expand that network. That way, if you do come across something and you can't find anything on the Internet, you can go, hey, yeah, I've got old timer Joe's phone number here. Let me call and see if he's had any experience and he knows anything about this. Yeah, Dilray is a great uh, thing also. So if you go to the range um, and you see someone shooting a gun that you might be interested in, communicate with those people and say, hey, I, I've really thought about that gun. What do you think about it? And, and yeah, get them yeah. right there. Maybe they'll even let you shoot it or something. You know, who knows? Right. Um, all right. So great, great conversation. Uh, stepping on my cord there. Uh, great conversation. We're at hour 25 um while we're going through the plugs and all that if you're out there and you have a final question for us to answer or comment go ahead and leave the comment or question out there right now but we're going to start with mike and say mike um tell people where they can find you what your mission is what you've been doing and uh, and all that good stuff man you can find me here on youtube at budget guns and gear reviews you can also find me pretty much anywhere else if you search budget guns and gear uh, you'll find me, uh, budgetgunsandgear.com. Um, goodness, find me over on gear-report.com. Matter of fact, in answer to someone's question about what's that up behind me, I'd link to an article I wrote on Gear Report about that gun. So if you backtrack through the chat, you can find that. Um, I have some stuff coming up. I will not be doing a show Friday. Uh, normally on Friday nights, I do a live stream called The Right of the People, where we use the first to defend the second. Um, but I'm going camping this weekend, so I'm taking Friday off and not going to do the show. Uh, might 
come around and do it sometime Sunday, maybe, but I'm not promising nothing. <laughs> so I what need... you're saying, so what you're saying is you only use the first to defend the second if there's not a camping trip afoot. Is that what what I'm saying, what I'm saying is that every <laughs> once in a while, Mike needs to get out and play in the dirt to recharge Mike's battery so he can come bro. back fresh and continue the struggle. We See, talk about this. That's what it is. All the time. We all need to be aware, cognizant, vigilant in the fight. But at the end of the day, dude, we we have to live and enjoy life. We have Absolutely to do that. Right. Absolutely right. right. I have a couple videos coming out. I did shot a review video for the Mantis X10 Elite. I have to edit that yet. Uh, today I shot a unboxing video from a couple knives from Bastion Gear, uh, which are pretty damn cool. They sent them to me, so I'm I'm gonna review those. But I figured I'd do an unboxing and show them to you, so I'll get that edited, put out. In the very near future, I'm going to be doing a Winchester Wildcat versus Ruger 10-22 video uh, to kind of compare the two of those. And uh, let's see what else. Oh, I got this uh, thing coming up in April on the 17th. I'm going to be teaching a basic survival workshop. So, matter of fact, if you don't mind, Ghost, I will throw a link to that out. Do it, man. In the Chatteroonie. If you're going to be in the Northeast Ohio area, you might want to check that out. Absolutely. Then again, you might not. I don't know. But the link's out there in the chat. Um. I think that's about it. I mean, I, I do have some stuff going on right now. I'm going to, in, in preparation for that uh, that class I'm going to teach, I'm, I'm going to throw out some videos on some bushcraft stuff and camping stuff and whatnot, the survival stuff that I'm going to be teaching. So look for those coming out in the nearish future. Well, it better be fairly near because uh, April 17th is coming up, right? That's right. Uh, Delrath says, Ghost, not sure if you have a video or you can do one for getting ready to go to the range, gun bag, how many mags. I'm pretty sure I've got a couple different videos of, of what I take to the range. Right. Honestly, I don't remember, but I know that I've, I've probably got a couple of them. You can probably just search Ghost Tactical like range or range bag or something. I don't know. Um, I'll look through, and if I don't have maybe one or two, maybe I'll do an updated ones. I haven't done If I have them, I know I think I have them, but it's been a while. Mm. That might be something interesting to do. So, so yeah. Um, that so point of Go order on that if anybody is, is looking for because we're talking about channels and looking for certain content if there's a certain channel that you're looking for their opinion or you like like he is right you with the range bag literally look at the vernacular look at how ghost tactical is right it's two words on youtube so type that ghost tactical two words range bag right yeah and if you put the channel name in whatever you're searching for it's going to give preference to that particular channel. So whether it's budget guns and gear, you type budget guns and gear review range bag, let's say, right. And if he's got anything, it should show up in the first, you know, at least the first one, two, three to five or half dozen or so. Right. Absolutely. Um, Clove, do you want to talk yeah. about what you got coming up down the, the tube? Man, I got all kinds of stuff. So I'm gonna drop a uh, I'm gonna drop a link out there to the Dark Storm Industries DS25, which is the super lightweight. Uh, basically, it's a 308 built on a uh, AR-15 platform. Um, that video is out. The very first video from 2021 Shooting Sports Showcase, which I was at yesterday. Uh, there'll be a lot of stuff, man. Uh, I talked with uh, Rossi Taurus Heritage, which is 
you know, all one company, as most people know. Uh, you know, I've got a little bit of footage with Locke. I've got some footage with Taylor's and Company, which, if you know me, is awesome. Lever action, single action, revolvers, all that good stuff. Uh, got some footage from that. Uh, got a really cool uh, hearing pro company, uh, Axel Performance hearing i think it's axel but i'm not sure on the performance hearing unfortunately um crap who else did i talk with i can't even remember high point uh canic uh good lord yeah so got a lot of footage and i'm also going to put together a video on the range so if you've uh never been through alabama first of all hashtag not my buckies i don't recommend stopping at the buckies in Alabama. However, if you do stop at the Buckies in Alabama, please don't hold that against the Texas Buckies because um, they need to close that one down. As far as I'm concerned, it does not stick with the theme of Buckies, uh, and that has to do with just some employees I run into in there that I've never ran into in any Buckies ever in Texas. I've never had those issues. Uh, I got off on a tangent, unfortunately, but uh, yeah, if you ever find yourself in Alabama or whatever, uh, the CMP Talladega. Uh, marksmanship park which uh really new range i mean state-of-the-art digital scoring top of the line beautiful facility uh and and thank you probably not anybody with them but thank you for hosting the 2021 shooting sports showcase beautiful place to do it for sure if you're ever out that way you have a chance to go to that range and check it out highly recommend that you do it it's an awesome place and uh hope to put together i took a lot of pictures and stuff um, just of the facilities and different things. So I hope to put together some time a montage or something, just kind of showing the range because it's so freaking awesome. Uh, maybe there's somebody out there with millions and millions of dollars to spend, and that's something they want to do is build a range. So if you're going to model it after one, that would definitely be one to model it after, I assure you. So, uh, But, yeah, check out the, the most recent video release. I actually released it on time today, which is great. But uh, uh, it's been a great chat. I've enjoyed this one. But you know me. I like the nerd talking. All of that stuff. So thanks for well, the uh, show, man. Yeah. And I've enjoyed it because it's interesting to where as creators, we have an idea of what we, we want to do with the review or a video in general. Um, and I like to think we have kind of a pulse of what our audience would want, but a lot of people don't really don't know what goes into making a video, uh, especially your gun review video. It's not like we just go to the range, turn the camera on and all that. There's, you know, I would say on average, a 10-minute gun review video is going to take five hours at least. At um, least. Probably more than that. And, and, and more than that, because you're probably going to spend a couple, three hours just on the range and probably another three or four hours editing to where it's presentable yep. and all of that. So let's say it's a 10-minute, hell, let's call it a 10-minute video. Might have 10 hours invested into that video. And... Yep, possibly hundreds of dollars um, invested into that one video. So yeah, it's interesting um, for us here um, tomorrow. We've got a behind the scenes video. If you've been on Patreon or a channel member, you've already seen that for a while. Um, had some um, people asking over the last year or so to do some videos, and I've talked a little bit about military stuff, but wanted to know maybe more about me personally and all that, which I don't get too involved in my personal life. Um, but I did do a behind-the-scenes video that will be released on Thursday. On Saturday, the uh, review video of the Taurus G3 will be coming out. Um, one of the things that I was going to say about how the gun reviews and all of that 
it's not just the ammo or the time and all that. It's a lot of the times that you can't get new guns right now. They're just not available. So it's hard yeah. to do good reviews on guns that you can't get your hands on. Yeah. Um, so I've kind of had to shift a little bit and we're doing some maybe outdoor stuff and some survival stuff and all of that, which I think a lot of people have said they wanted to see. So in the near future, I've got a couple really cool outdoor uh, videos that could help. Um, not necessarily survival, but just outdoors type stuff. Uh, 101 basic outdoor stuff, maybe how to start a fire or something like that. You know, something as simple as that. But I've got a project that I'm working on and I stole it from someone. Um, but I, I've got a, a, a challenge that we're going to be having out there. And I think that you guys will enjoy that. That'll be coming here up in the next uh, couple of weeks. But uh, it'll be a fun one. Uh um, but yeah, that's kind of what we've got going on. Obviously, uh, we've got the Jarhead podcast. Now, maybe next Tuesday, it's going to be the next week or possibly the week after. We talked about Free the Three, the, the, the Marsoc Three going through trial for manslaughter, which is stupid. They'll be exonerated. Um, but we're going to have them on the podcast. And it's either going to be next Tuesday or the week after, trying to get all three of them together, um, plus a couple other people that are involved in all of that stuff. Um we have them on live. And so whenever we do that, you might get a notification on a Tuesday night that it's going to be a jarhead podcast live versus an armed citizen podcast. Cause we're just going to call it a jarhead podcast. We're going to have a bunch of jarheads on talking about the Marsoc three. They're actually, the three guys are actually going to be on the show talking about what's going on, their defense. And hopefully I'm going to go ahead and set you up for this. We're going to try to raise some money for their defense. And, and like I said, we're not going to say that you have to, but when we are doing that, all Super Chats during that show is going to go towards their defense, uh, which if you guys know about uh, a manslaughter charge, it is going to be an expensive uh, legal battle, which they should be acquitted, um, but it's still going to take some time and all of that. So, guys, uh, that's coming up maybe next week, but just be on the lookout. If you happen to see on a Tuesday night a Jarhead podcast live with the Marsoc 3, that's what's going to happen. So, um, I really am enjoying the the Jarhead uh, podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying listening and watching those. Uh, we've got a bunch of them coming up with some really cool people. And, um, yeah, I, I, that's kind of rejuvenated me. I really have enjoyed doing that. But uh, if you're out there, everyone seems to be happy about the outdoor stuff. Yeah, we're going to start doing some outdoor stuff, and it'll be kind of cool. Um, like I said, we're not going to do, like, seer training or, you know, cold weather survival school. We're going to talk about how to how to build a tent, possibly, or how to start a fire and different ways that I know how to start a fire that may be outside the box that, you know, outside of magnesium um, and, and, and all of that. And what are different ways, you know, that you could possibly um, build a fire or uh, have build shelter or how to cook something or, or, or have energy and food all sorts of different stuff so we're, we're, we're going to be doing some outdoor stuff as well uh, mandatory carry out there says uh he sends a five dollar super chat thank you brother he says for marsoc three in case i don't make it so i will make sure that that is dedicated to um that podcast but yeah uh jacob says uh, general purpose survival yeah general purpose and, and it's really survival it's just outdoor skills that i think everyone should know uh we talked about this clover i think mike you might have been on the same but we talked about this months ago um you know having the idea of 
with your own family, just saying one night when it's decent weather outside, camp out. Teach your kids how to build a campfire, how teach them how to set up a tent or a shelter or something. Because um, you never know. You never know what's going to happen and when you might need some of those. So if you've never camped out, you've never lived in a tent or even set up a tent or not even a tent, but just something to give you shelter, um, a hammock or something like that. I mean, anything. Um, it, it's it's interesting. But we've, we're going to start doing some of that stuff as well. The weather's getting a bit better. So, um, you know, we're getting in that rainy season, but we might be able to pick a day or two to go build a fire or something or if something I, like that. If I yeah, suggested good. camping out, my wife would, my wife would leave me. Um, she loves me unequivocally, but I know that's for a fact, I know for a fact that's where the line is. I know it is. Yeah. I would say <laughs> that knowing Armenthia, that her idea of camping out starts with a, um, a third wheel, a fifth wheel, whatever you want to call it, trailer. Her, her idea it's, it's, of camping out with it is, is a hotel probably. Yeah. Yeah. Her idea of roughing it is the longhorn at shot show. <laughs> right. No, I understand that. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I haven't done it in a long time. I mean, but you know, obviously we, we went and had to learn a lot of different stuff and, uh, well, you know, I was watching the thing the other day and I, I forgot who it is. And there may be somebody out there in the chat that knows what I'm talking about, but with all the winter weather and the power outages and all the other stuff, one of the things this person was recommending, he's like, look, if you don't have no power, your lights and all are out. If you've got camping equipment like Coleman stoves, you got, you know, all the, set your tents and stuff up in the living room, Inside, absolutely. sleep in your sleeping bags in the tent. You can warm the inside of the yep. tent a lot easier than you can warm a room of your house. Yep. Just mm -hmm. hang out in the tent for two or three days, yep. basically. Absolutely. And I'm like, you know what? That's a brilliant idea. Even if you don't go camping. If you live in an area that's susceptible to potentially days without power and heat, right, is to have some camping equipment and stuff specifically for that purpose. It's a really good way to prep. And if you don't like being outside with the bugs and the noises and the, and the damp grass in the summertime and all that, like you said, you, you can teach someone to build a tent inside a house. Or on the back deck if you've got a or the back or deck or the Camp garage or in the river. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. No doubt. Uh, no problem. Um, all right. So Gary was saying you, uh, you got to bring your own takeout containers to Genghis grill to Tulsa, correct? <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of Tulsa, we, uh, we got to start talking about that. I guess it's going to happen as far as we know, isn't it? My, my plan. Yes. Uh, my plan is when to is get that? the April when April, the, uh, uh 10th and 11th, 10th and 11th of April. Yeah. Um, my plan is to get in contact with uh, Mrs. Wanamaker um, probably this week, honestly. Sometime before the end of the week, I'm going to shoot her an email and or call and leave a message, kind of see where we're at. But with things opening up and, you know, Texas, Mississippi, several other states have canceled their mask mandate, uh, which I'm not saying that going there without a mask, as many people show up, is necessarily a great idea because you could probably stop yourself from getting no telling what other kind of illnesses if you did wear one, but, um, um, yeah, with some of the stuff restrictions loosening up, I, it looks a lot better than it did in November, but to you that way. No doubt. No doubt. Well, I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Um, and all that. So guys, I need, yeah, see, for, I need, uh, I need some time with you and snob and gizzard and mm -hmm. just hanging yeah. out, man. Exactly. Exactly. 
Um, yeah, it was lonely know. yesterday, dude. It really was because, <laughs> you know, I was Not at an event. Here. I was at an event. I was doing in my element, doing my thing. Both of y'all have been there. You know what I'm talking about. But I couldn't go have a smoke break with Ghost, and I could, you know what I'm saying. I couldn't hang out in the hallway with Budget, and I could. It just there was nobody there. There was like some riders that I knew from like GRPC and some other places, but I don't talk with them on a regular basis. We don't click. We don't have similar interests, and you know what I mean. And so it, it sucked. That part of it did. Yeah, just on the gathering over at Sawmill um, with uh, Palmetto State Armory. I was talking with Ron on the phone today uh, with Riker USA and asked if I was going to be able to go. I, I can't make it. we got too much stuff going on. But, um, yeah, Wanamaker, I, I got to get to Wanamaker. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be at Wanamaker. So, yeah, uh, for sure. But thanks, everyone, for watching live out there. Great conversation. Great chat tonight. Thank you so much. If you're watching in replay or listening in podcast, the conversation doesn't have to end right now. Utilize that comment section on there and ask any questions, make any comments, and we'll make sure we get those answered if they are questions. Um, once again, thank you to everyone watching. Please go check out the Self-Defense Radio Network. It's selfdefenseradio.net. Great, great podcast over there. Go check out Clover's channel, Clover Tack. Go check out Budget Guns and Gear Reviews. Check out all their stuff, videos, podcasts. Everyone's doing great stuff out there. So uh, thank you so much for watching. We'll see you soon. Simper Fi.